Welcome back to 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 talking stupid. Well, welcome back, everybody, to the next episode of Talking Stupid. Tonight, I'm joined by Shane, it's with an S, not a C, saw, don't call her Canadian, A, Bona, Art, and Devin, I'm too fancy for a couch, Davenport. Thank you guys for all making it, and thank you for having us. We're going to have some questions today, and since Dwayne won't be joining us, we also get to wildly speculate. (laughs) This is interesting because the <laughs> listeners at home, this might be the first time they heard about Dwayne's tragic demise. Cause I don't think I don't think that would have happened in the episode yet. I mean, did did you guys want to spoil that already? Because I thought you had enough soundboards of Dwayne to like fake the rest of the campaign. Yeah. How about let me start and you guys will tell the story okay. in little pieces sure, sure, sure. as we go you around. Start off the story that we all know is true. Uh, he he was driving down the highway, no seatbelt, speeding. Uh, when the old military base nearby decided that they were going to dispose of their uh, chemical weapons uh, in response with the uh, local treatise that just went through the uh, United Nations. And as part of that treatise, right, we've all seen it on the news, it involves running heavy pipelines straight out onto the highway so and that poor 18 wheeler that was trucking along yeah he actually just just choked on a straw wrapper it was paper that got him at the end that's it when he got home then when he, then when he, he was home, home. Done. <laughs> <laughs> he slipped and fell in the bathtub broke his fucking neck <laughs> uh, so this episode this episode talks stupid rest is, in peace is, man uh, <sighs> To the memory of Twain. <laughs> In memoriam. In honor for Dwayne. It's totally true. We swear it. <laughs> All right. Um, so, we'll we'll take us back a little ways as a as a refresher. Uh, we left off the last talking stupid around episode thirty-five. So episode thirty-six. You guys are traipsing through GS1 territory, and you guys get confronted by, uh, well, the three of them. Um, you know, I, I had to ask Shane, because Dwayne gave this one to Gus, yet you passed a perception check, and he said that you recognized the smell of the GS1 coming up on you, so since he's not here to object... What what do Gius bombs smell like? Uh, they smell like um, it's like roasted nuts. But <laughs> I mean, it's what it is like like chestnuts on an open fire or like uh, boiled peanuts or whatever. Um, 
<laughs> it's a wildly different aroma. That's a little German different. Nuts, whatever you want. <laughs> or um, mm. almonds left in a fire for too long. Uh, but like with like just a little bit of like freshly laid black top on top of that. <laughs> it went too too disappointed when Tuck Tuck jumped off of the caravan. Uh, honestly, Gus loves it. Like if you could if you could get like a candle. It smelled like like uh, Tuck Tuck's armpits. You would. <laughs> they don't sell that on the lawful stupid store yet. Day old matted fur. We need to start that letter writing campaign to cantrip candles. Get them back yeah. on board. I mean, <laughs> hit up Kristoff with a C, and he'll tell you. <laughs> All right. Uh, then, of course. The battle commences, and actually, from the get-go, it seemed like everything was going in your guys' favor uh, until until Dwayne pulled out that whole uh, spinning capoeira death move and uh, took Paul down a ways. Um, and Devin, you know, kudos for committing to the to the bit. Put yourself in a serious situation by choosing to faint at the sight of blood, and Dwayne deciding to go for the the consecutive death blows. Um, Tuck Tuck swoops in. Do, do do you have any like as a player regrets of like oh maybe I shouldn't have done that maybe I shouldn't have offered up Dwayne a reason to kill Tuck Tuck. You know. Sometimes it just be like that. I like I, so our stories because we just I want us to be able to try stuff and not be afraid to like. I, I think in the past campaigns I've just been afraid to fail. Like if I fail, bad things happen. But like I've just learned that the the failure is a lot of times that just makes for a good story. So I was like, you know what? I feel like this would make because right now, like I said, Paul Barrow doesn't have a whole lot to him. Still trying to find that. So I feel like that was just a piece we can mm-hmm. give to that. A little fail forward action. All of that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, and and again, you know, I had to applaud the commitment because, like, literally one round earlier mm-hmm. when he did all of that damage, you you pleaded with Dwayne, like, I don't want to die again, <laughs> don't, don't kill me, but I will lay down and let you murder me. <laughs> <laughs> I want to go out on my own terms. There's no mechanic in the game uh, that makes me do this, but I will be unconscious. What is it? <laughs> uh, could I have been stunned because I'm making this choice for my character? Yes. <laughs> is being unconscious much worse? Did you get an automatic crit? Yes. I'll take it. <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, um, luckily, though, I guess, you know, Tuck Tuck swoops in sacrifices himself and then uh you guys give chase take him you know further into the woods uh and then we get the the fight between uh paul and gus as as paul picks up that cursed object and and tries to end the life um what what were you feeling, Devin, when you picked when you found out like immediately grabbing those like oh another cursed item? I uh, I was like Alaria, are you in are you in there? Can you hear me? I'm sorry, as a different character. Um, <clears throat> no, I hope that I could I could 
I hope it was something he's going to let me have, honestly. Like, it's going to just be like a magic item that is like part of something else bigger, but <laughs> it's just too powerful. It was going to make me eat my brother. <laughs> I would be delicious. I believe it. You eat all those foods, you are what you eat. Yeah. I've been, I've been slowly That's making true. myself the finest meal. Like, yeah, you're almost Neapolitan. <laughs> Fine seasoning himself every day. <laughs> One man buffet, yeah. baby. Uh, and I guess, uh, so kind of a multi person question here. So there was a lot of damage rolled out to Gus. Uh, so we'll start with you, Shane. Was there, was there a quick moment where you were concerned that, like, ooh, this could take me down? Uh, no. <laughs> Just to be honest, uh, I, had, I had a bunch of temp HP. Um, I'm a big beefy boy. I got lots of tricks up my sleeves. There was I don't think that Paul Barrow on his best day could kill Gus. That's my that's my claim that I'm gonna put put out there is on Paul Barrow's worst day, on Paul Barrow's best day and Gus's worst day. Um, Gus would, at, would would still have to hold himself back from destroying Paul Barrow. <laughs> I'm infinitely more powerful than these. Okay. Oh, any feelings about that? Yeah, I mean, we'll just back it up. Someday when the podcast ends and it's just the struggle between us as the gods of the universe, we'll find out. 1v1 me, level 7, bro. Okay. No, why would I want out now? Okay, get your dice, man. <laughs> Dwayne doesn't know that we Bro, kill ourselves while he's stupid. away. Here we go. You think we have, we have the Arena PvP combat. underground during Talking Stupid? <laughs> I don't give a shit. Fuck murder. <laughs> I'll use all my broken spells that I don't use on Dwayne's monsters because I feel bad. He, 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 there, there's really is like it's it's two moves me hitting you you hitting floor no me polymorphing you into a pigeon and then me casting animal messenger to tell you to go tell May that you're a bitch <laughs> I'm just gonna lie oh, on what? dice rolls good luck bud no we're doing it in, we're doing it in the D&D Beyond so I can see I'm gonna figure rolls. out how to become a coder overnight see what so maps are <laughs> so polymorph can... was like a fourth level spell yeah if you don't multi-class, you get you, you have access to fourth oh, level spells. Yeah. <laughs> Whoever thought Shane like, would be the one to say that? If you don't multi-class, <laughs> <laughs> what the DMs don't want you to know. Well, I, I, we'll take it to the streets one day, Devin. We won't we won't take up all all the time and talking stupid with our grudge match, but <laughs> eat your uh, weedies. Um, you say weenies? I said weedies. Weedies. Okay. That one I heard. Eat your, eat, eat your weenies. <laughs> Whatever you need to do to bulk up, man. I like the tiny high dogs. Baby. Oh, dude, I love a little smoking. <laughs> yeah, a little smoking and some barbecue sauce. It's I'll true. eat a whole bowl of them right now. Bro, after we fight, that's what we'll do is right. we'll just share that. No matter, we'll just, no matter what, yeah. little smoky yeah. bros. <laughs> but after the fight. Yeah. All right. Continuing that in in the hypothetical, because you know I don't I don't want to ruffle feathers here, but in the hypothetical that Paul accidentally ended Gus when he dove in front of that blade, how would Paul handle that, and what would he tell Darling? Uh, oops, she's back with Tuck. <laughs> I think he I think he might run away. I think he might run away. Honestly, he might just run away. It's like straight up into the woods. Can't handle it. Like, what do I what do I say? Like, there's no there's nothing I could I would not be able to justify. I would have to run away. 
Well, underlying, I do think Paul Barrow is like a bit of a coward. As much bravado he puts up, like I think he is scared of things. Just staying inside of his own blood. Yeah, well, I mean, I think that's the whole thing. Is like he's like a bit of a showman in that way, like a wrestler. Right, the whole thing's an act, and so he has the yeah the bravado. But sometimes things get scary. Things are a little scary. Big spooky monsters. What I will say is that I intend, I I, I anticipate that when Gus dies a hero's death very soon. he, uh, his last words will be, Darling, you could have taken literally any healing spell. You have so many on your list. This was very avoidable. <laughs> <laughs> and then he would go and say, Sweet goodnight. <laughs> but instead, she has to make some warlock packs. Get me a fucking good berry. I'm so hungry. <laughs> Uh, and and so just to bring it full circle, Avon, uh, I guess that's that's the new spin to the hypothetical. Uh, Darling finds Gus stabbed through the chest and tracks of Paul running off <laughs> into the woods. How what what's she making of this as the as the campaign basically completely ends? Um. Well, it depends. Has she, like, already used her token to uh, save Tuck Tuck? Or is this a, I have now seen my brother's end, and I'm just gonna put my wish on that? Because then she can fix everything there. I'd have to imagine it was after, because I'm assuming you'd have to go look for them after nobody came back. So. Uh, yeah. yeah. Oh, well. They fucked. They fucked around and found <laughs> out, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> she, she, she erects two tombstones. One says they fucked around. The other one says they found out. <laughs> yep, them's my brothers. <laughs> yep, that was, feels about right. It's like, yep, Paul Barrow is not dead. Stuff. He just left. <laughs> uh, he'll probably get eaten up in the forest by the uh, um, age. Immediately eaten by an age of yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I gotta get out of here. It's like very unceremonious. <laughs> no more be numbed. And that's the end of it. Yeah. Well, you pay. just wait till We're I done. get to your butthole. The <laughs> <laughs> same one. <laughs> we killed that no, one. No, he exploded. He got it. Oh. He exploded. <laughs> it's his, it's his brother. It's uh, Avon, headphones off? <laughs> no. <laughs> this is talking stupid. Okay. You have well, no well, loss. The thing I'll be, the thing no I'm be talking here. about is, the, is the, the, the intense description, the intense gory description of an inside-out butthole explosion. So please buckle up. <laughs> okay. Okay. Basically, imagine the oldest strawberry you've ever seen. <laughs> now, hit it with a tennis racket. <laughs> <laughs> like a toss and hit or like smash onto a now counter the s- top? Now the smell, let me ask you this. Have you ever been to the vet's office while they were expressing an anal gland? <laughs> now picture the strawberry. <laughs> but the smell. The more you know. Hey, Zeebs. <laughs> I was going to say... At one point, do I try and regain control of this? Right now. Do it now. <laughs> Learning to be a host, right? Uh, mm-hmm. 
<laughs> but we didn't. None of that happened. Thank God. <laughs> apparently now. Yeah. <laughs> That's the darkest timeline was avoided, but opportunities missed. <laughs> right, <laughs> darling, you did uh, enter into a, a fun little pact to save Tuck Tuck. Um, my first question to you on that was: Was that kind of broadsided, or had you like dangled out to Dwayne that you had kind of wanted to look at maybe going warlock? Um, that was kind of a decision made in the moment, and I believe it came into like. Ah, and that's the end of the episode, and then we recorded the next one right after that. So in that, like, five-minute time we had between, I was like, this is what I want to do. I guess I'm going into Warlock. That's the best combination I can have for a bard, because cha. Cha, cha, cha. Yeah. Uh, so I was like, you know what? I might be able to do this. Why not? Let's lean more into Faye even more. Uh, so really, I had, like, a five-minute thought on it, and that's that's what I did. Uh, right. I was planning to go full bard and I was like well <laughs> this is my decision and my decision has left me here away from the path I, I think it's always kind of fun to see those those live packs being made it's not pre-game planned it's you know what have you gotten yourself into mm-hmm. <laughs> Uh, and we're going to circle back to that because I think especially uh, what just happened in the most recent episode, I've got some, some questions for how that, how that impacts. Um, but you guys succeed. You, you capture uh, who, who will now be lovingly referred to as Tentface. Uh, <laughs> Tentface, the Lord of Cupcakes, yes. Yes. <laughs> At... And yeah, I, I think actually Paul finally spoke up about it, but the amount of time that went to Gus's plan on cupcake rehabilitation, or excuse me, cuckcake rehabilitation. <laughs> <laughs> How did no one have, like, no objections, like, this is gonna work? Um... I don't know if you're asking everybody, but I can tell you part one is yeah. in the moment, it was really just Devin listening to Shane and just letting him have that moment because there's no, <laughs> there's no getting out of it. You just got to let it happen. At one point, I, I said, as Gus said, this is a great idea and everyone agrees, right? And everybody, and everybody like kind of jokingly said yes. But then I just really locked onto that. I was like, you said yes. You agreed to the cupcake <laughs> plan. It will work. <laughs> Honestly, Um, the only thing that upsets me is that we didn't ever get to see it fail. Did it? Yeah, did it. We don't. So technically, it's It's Schrodinger's cupcake. Yes. Until until it's proven that he's not a good guy. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I I was actually going to say, you know, I don't know how much you guys have worked out between you and Dwayne Shane on, on, you know, your order of the twice baked souls abilities but you know maybe that's the final tier ability is you get to just like shift someone's alignment one notch every time you feed them a cupcake (laughs) chaotic neutral you become neutral neutral next cupcake neutral good next cupcake we got him there, guys. The the Order of the Twice Big Soul is a fully fleshed out class, um, all the way to level twenty. So I can't sneak any features in because I I did give it to to Dwayne to 
uh, proof before before I selected it as my class. So so no changes. So I can't just go in and edit and be like, and also I was really strong the whole time. <laughs> Super buff and <laughs> cool. And you get a plus 20 to everything. Secret level 9 ritual. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so... Not, nothing so far as that, but it is definitely like the kind of magical confection uh, that they would make. Like, maybe not so much like a, an alignment shift because 5e kind of has gotten away from alignments as, as they are uh, a mechanical sure. uh, facet, but uh, for sure, like um, a charm, charming cupcakes or something, uh, it would definitely be within the realms of, of, of uh, magic item creation. Okay. Right. And then uh, the outro to that episode, uh, Dwayne teased us with a little scene between uh, Bellamare down on a knee, fire burning everywhere, and uh, Aya walks up and says something, I think, along the lines of, like, you had your chance. And then, to, to like, pivot on that a little bit, we've also had uh, the Gius bomb... I'm, you're, you're pronouncing name right great. now. Uh, yeah. But we've kind of learned they have their own gods that appear to be kind of dragons-esque. And uh, both Castiel and his stone and maybe this black onyx have, like, dragon memories and apparently can power portals. So kind of my wild speculation question for you guys. A... Because I, I haven't yet pieced together, like, where Dwayne's going with this, like, Aya Bellamere sphere and also this this other gods kind of sphere. So just any thoughts in general on your guys' end of, of where you kind of think maybe it's going in the blind? Um, well, I think these dragons and possible gem dragons that these the Giosquam are kind of worshipping because that's the vibe I'm getting Um, I think they're from a totally other door we've been introduced to these other doors other stories other worlds Um, so I think it's that that fun stuff going on there Uh, as for our fun what happened to Bellamare and Aya? I think she might be mad at her god siblings, so they're throwing tantri- temper tantrums right now. That's what I got. I can't say because I know. Oh. Oh. I That's can- why you gotta wildly speculate away so everybody gets that false flag operation. Nope. <laughs> just, just, I respect just, just gotta, just gotta plead the fifth. I should just b- just give a teaser. Just say say a couple words. You could say one word. <laughs> I don't know. Anus. That's not it. Anus. That's, <laughs> it. That's, the, that's the secret. <laughs> if you figure out. All right, everybody, get into Discord, <laughs> and I need to know what you're making of Devin's anus. Okay. <laughs> I, we need, we need, we need a deep anus study. Speculate. <laughs> deep dive. <laughs> deep anal dive. <laughs> <All right>. um, <laughs> so 
We'll get there. We'll find out. Every RPG player knows that the scariest final boss isn't Tiamat, Vecna, or Orcus. Why? It's none other than scheduling a game! That foul beast! It's no one's fault they can't make it, Tim. So how do we get a game together that is exciting, fresh, and worth exploring? The answer is plainly... Roleplay Revolution! Roleplay Revolution allows you to generate ready-to-run adventures in minutes. It comes complete with NPCs, monsters, maps, and more. What a hoot! Your adventures can be highly complex for even the most intelligent, or as simple as you require. Isn't that right, Timmy? Roleplay Revolution has powerful tools that let you tweak your adventure after initial creation, so don't worry about all those last-minute great ideas that you come up with. You start by just throwing out some of your favorite themes, movies, games, etc., just to get the juices flowing a bit. Want to mix high fantasy with your favorite RPG title? Go crazy! A mustachioed plumbing brothers in steampunk? You got it. Your imagination is the limitation. Roleplay Revolution allows you to create the game you'd love to run, but just don't have the time to write. To spice it up even more, let's assume that Tim and your other quote-unquote friends are indisposed for a long period of time. Never fear! Roleplay Revolution has an AI-powered DM named Oracle, that's nice, that will never leave and keep its time commitments. Oracle will run the adventures you generate for you. You can run the adventures solo with Oracle or have a GM for you and your friends. It's free to try, but we, Lawful Stupid, hope you'll hear this and go for the annual subscription. If you purchase the annual subscription, and use the code LAWFULSTUPID at checkout, you'll get a whopping 20% off the total price. Head on over to RoleplayRev.com and let the games begin. See you guys then. Get to the archway, the fancy space jam slash... Uh, uh, oh, what was it? I got distracted because everybody was singing the Space Jam song. I'll never stop. As Dwayne described going through Everybody, come on, let's turn the slam now. We got a real jam going now. He's going to do it again. You have to stop him. This week's like, you have to stop him. (laughs) Right. And that. Um, But you guys all had, like, wildly different experiences, well, going through. The... do you, do you feel like for your characters that kind of prefaced the way you were seeing the the new world or was that just like a, you know the rush of portal and I can put it past me I don't know man I'm stuck on that metronome like that like he's mentioned metronomes several times oh yeah you know and then I think well I don't know me is like have, you used to have play music I think keeping in time so then I think time and I, where I like What's what's up with this? There's something with this character that we've all you know seen or, or been in touch with, but know nothing about. Mm-hmm. So I, I'm, and I, I don't remember if like the setting I had was like a library. I don't know why when he said library, I was like, oh shoot, am I back in the in the library? Am I supposed to remember this? So somebody go back. But I don't know. It's, it's a very good story he's setting up. I think I just don't know where it's all tying together yet. Yeah. 
he's I, I will give Dwayne credit where credit's due. He is masterfully like putting out breadcrumbs, mm-hmm. but not enough to like fully piece it together. I can't say because I know. Do you? <laughs> no. <laughs> Do you really? No. <laughs> but Tell I'm me say that to, to every question from now on. <laughs> I can't say too much because um, I'm I'm on the inside of this one. Uh, for for darlings, she was like basically in darkness and with her patron at this point. I, at this point, I just think she knows she's fucked up somehow, and she's gonna try to have to fix it. Did you say patron or phaetron? Phaetron. Is that a I thing heard, I, that, I, that I'm new to? Yeah, a fae patron. It's really good. It is now. Oh man. Yeah, it's a yeah, it's a fae patron. You just just smush words together, Devin. <sighs> Half the times I make shit up because sometimes I don't know the right word. Well, it's I great, want. but this is why I'm on Instagram <laughs> still, not TikTok, because I'm way way behind. <laughs> oh my gosh, we're gonna have to like convert you soon. Soon. Carry on. <laughs> Telling my wife that too. <laughs> so, uh, finally, you know, we we drop prisoner off, and bam! Suddenly, almost to be honest, almost a little anticlimactically, we meet Dad. He's there. Turns around. Bam! And I had <laughs> I think it was I think it was Paul who said it after you guys like argued with him for like the first like three, four minutes, but I, I think the line was, Dad, you were a lot cooler with all the mystery. Um, but <laughs> <laughs> yeah, what what was your guys' take from, from finally getting there uh, and, and reunited with Papa? I, I, so I, I, I kind of felt like you did, where I was like, no, this is too easy. Like, this mm-hmm. is, this, this feels... Like I was waiting for the other shoe to drop, and I guess it did. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, but yeah, that 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 to me, because I, I I'm sure the historians will go back and listen to the episode and tell me if I'm wrong or not. But I did ask Tuck Tuck directly, "Is our dad in your where you live?" And he was like, "No." <laughs> then we go there, and he's like, "Here's your dad." <laughs> I mean. <laughs> Tuck Tuck, master of secrets, never told you he was the king either. It's true, so. that's true, yeah. that's true. Uh, no, I, I, we didn't inside I, I do believe that had more to do with a interesting translation of the Geosquam word for home. I think that there was there was there was some allusion to that. Ah, uh, uh, yeah. So I think there was something lost in hmm. translation there, because uh, it's like, oh, this is our home. This isn't our home. You know, like they're like they don't have a word that describes accurately in common those those concepts mm-hmm. uh, that is a cool explanation I hadn't actually even thought about that 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 Dwayne could be playing with those light misunderstandings and he doesn't even know what the Gios bomb language is that I made up so how does and, he it's crazy and Tuk Tuk speaks perfect common <laughs> yeah no, <laughs> um, been out deep. but for for Daddy Derringer, I think, like, even though it was just kind of, like, lackluster, I think it also seemed appropriate, because he's just, he's just a he's guy. Just a he's just a dude. True. It, like, he seems to be, like, this grand figure or sorts, but, like, as a kid, that's kind of how you do it. Mm-hmm. But, like, when you approach your parents as an adult, they're just, they're just another person. So it, it, it felt God. right, as weird as it was. Yeah, it felt very true. Hey, man, you're... you're, you're you're telling us that we all just like 
grew up in 30 episodes and we were like, this man's an immortal legend. And 30 episodes later, we're like, oh, he's, yeah, he's a guy. My dad. He's just a guy. I love him. He's my papa. He is prone to wandering in a way that gets him into trouble. <laughs> it's a rolling stone. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, kind of almost have to... I, I I will let you guys speak to it. I, the the handful of questions I did have for for the episode after that were a lot of uh, towards Dwayne because it was as you guys jump into the portal uh, debate. You know, do we do this? Will our souls be ripped from our bodies for a while? Um, uh, but and I don't know, you know, how much like old D and D lore like if any of you guys have ever dove into, but it felt very like once you guys crossed over uh, infinite staircase, right? It's the, the space between where you can hit like any dimension anywhere in the multiverse. Right. Mm. Um, and is, is that the feel you guys were getting? And, or was it like, Oh, we're a lot of Lincoln back to Goron or no, I, I got it. I got the same vibe that you did. I got, uh, it also reminds me a lot of the, the house from the keys of the kingdom series by Garth Nix. I was getting very, the house vibes. If, it, if that specific reference lands with anybody out there. Does not land with me. I send it, I send um, it to you with a kiss stranger out there. It's probably a boy. That's what, that's what he likes. Uh, fingers crossed. Boys. <laughs> fingers Always crossed. kissing the boys. <laughs> Yeah, I, I, eighteen plus for podcast purposes. And there's something like ominous—the fact that like it's it's just like empty, you know, like there's 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 no one else like in the in the grand hallway of of, the, of doors. Um, I really wanted to go back, <laughs> really wanted to go back in uh, this last episode. So, I mean, yeah. I guess DM always has the power to make you end up wherever they want, True. but it's a little bit ballsy of, of Dwayne throwing something in there like that because you, you never know when the players are going to be like, nope, we're going to stay in this world. I know you want us to go back, but I got to go see what's just over this hill. Right. <laughs> I like- Part of me thinks he did that with a deterrent of like how weirdly unsettling the world felt to mm-hmm. us like when we interacted with it. Yeah. So I don't think they would have stayed for long because they just would have had a permanent case of the heebie-jeebies. Yeah, never feeling like, feeling like you, you belong in that place. Mm-hmm. I jokingly thought was like, because he like took us to the like a beach with like just like a bunch of water, and I, I mean, obviously it could be an island anywhere, but I was like, this is C two. No, it was C two. We we definitely for touched, sure. We, we we set foot in Lunir. That's a fact. Yeah, love it. Had to, had to. Um, it was just a sandbar, it, but right. I mean, I, I'm sorry. Anyone who draws a different conclusion, you're, you're wrong. wrong. Wait, that's, that's, that's fact. Lots of planets Don't have oceans, assholes. <laughs> <laughs> not like this. Not like not where you can smell it like this. <laughs> not where it smells like salt water. Yeah. How many of those oceans are made of dragons? Okay. Yeah. Think about it. Um, and of course, you know, uh, last episode, we get back, you guys see World's End on fire, destroyed, and, and Gus runs off, Paul, you're, you're very vocally like, uh, 
back up. Let's <laughs> see if we can hit the reverse the switch on this. Uh, darling, you were kind of quiet. Were you just caught between the brothers like, shit, don't split the party? Or what, what was she feeling when she saw that? Um, it was more like, how the fuck do I make up to my patron? Because this is apparently the Feywilds, and right now <laughs> it's on fire. I don't know how to fix this. I don't have water. I, uh, here I am. I'm right here. This That was her thought process, but her brothers were very loud in the process. <laughs> oh. You sounded okay, exactly so, like Devin's Honestly. <laughs> 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 so it, it was a, a circle epiphany because I had so that was the the thing that I wanted to loop back about when we were talking about when you took your pact because it was to protect the Feywild or the Twilight Wilds, right? Mm-hmm. And clearly, yeah, you guys disappear for a year. This whole city within it burns to the ground. It's like, ooh, hey, darling's patron gonna be mad. You also did it to save uh, Tuk Tuk's life, and he was betrayed and murdered. <laughs> Right, yeah. and that's that was the O, was I was like, because that was a question I was going to ask is, do you think that, you know, you breaking this pact is going to be the end of Tuk Tuk, but... Oh, I didn't think about uh, it being, like, yeah, cause and effect like that. That's... that's You kill Tuk Tuk, Abon, eh, you uh, monster. I, I don't know. Part of me wonders if he's kind of, like, still weirdly there and alive somewhere. Or just like in a half state, and she just needs to get close, like had Dwayne had it before. So I don't know. Very, very. She's very conflicted. She doesn't want to leave the tower because she's just like, maybe if I stay in this nice, safe magic bubble, my patron can't come get me. Uh, uh, so I've been pondering a lot of things so far uh, after that session. Abon's hey, planning. Darling's well, gonna go on the run, just like town to town. Dancing for well, dinner, Dwayne never staying in one place for too long. <laughs> <laughs> well, he hasn't told me to remove my uh, warlock thing yet, nor like, tr- like pact of the betrayal or whatever. I don't know something, right? Mm. Just haven't I haven't gotten any repercussions yet, so. I think her deal changed to protect Castiel. Especially in that moment of in the black void of like, well, you just left the Fey Wilds. Come, <laughs> uh, so do your best. Take care of Castiel. Uh, see you later, I guess, at some point. And we'll then of course, we we run into the to the Grand Magus. Uh, for a split second, I was waiting for it to be Fendel. Mm. Was mm. it only only one? No. No, it was the Grand Magus immediately. Dwayne loves that fucker. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So I I wondered about this because I believe early in C1, there's a point where you guys talk about uh, a character that's reoccurring like that that he kind of modeled Findle after. Is that the, the throwback that we're seeing yeah, now? Yeah, for, sure, for sure. Unrecorded. Yeah, well, so, so I, I'll be honest. So if you listen to the C1 ending, uh, the Grand Magus awfully shows up with Alaria opening these doors. Uh, it's like the, the epilogue of C1. And uh, I had a reservation then. I think you could hear me on the recording like, no! Because I was like, 
Nobody understands it. That was for home games. You're just dropping this yeah, like so, this super specific <laughs> just to you character, like the most inside of inside jokes. Uh, but he's fucking here now. He's in if it. If you and I had him in C three, remember yeah. when if Laura comes through, she is looking for Graham X. All these, all these little Easter eggs. Oh, there's, there's. I would, I will say that there are six interconnected Easter eggs, uh, self-referential to different campaigns, uh, that no one has mentioned to me. Mm-hmm. I just don't think anybody's got them yet. And, and what I will tell you is, campaign three has something from both worlds. <laughs> yeah. In them. There you go, Zeebs. Have fun with that assignment. <laughs> yeah, I know. I've seen the personal quest just adopted onto my face now. So I'm, I'm looking at all the fans at this point, so I'm just like, okay, I'm excited to see who brings up what. <laughs> Alright. Um, you know, I think that, that kind of wraps up to the last episode, unless anybody wants to detail into, like, what a smooch rebate entails. <laughs> I, I would actually like to clear the air on this. Because <laughs> Dwayne, the seemed, <laughs> Dwayne seemed, seemed to act like I wanted him to smooch me. Gross. No one <laughs> wants to die. No, I'm saying a year of my life that I would have spent smooching May, I now did not experience. I need those smooches back, so I need to rewind time to get back my smooches. That's the smooch rebate. I like it. It's pretty That's simple. Just, yeah, Seems it's pretty, really not that complicated. Yeah. The air is clear. And and darling, <laughs> how did it feel to find out after all of this that you are the favorite? Oh, it was great. <laughs> I doubt it, though. I think he's just messing with her. She wants to hear it from Papa Dearest uh, herself. What a coward telling some other man. Mm. That she's the favorite. Favorite from Magister. That's good. Uh-huh. <laughs> uh, well, we'll see who takes uh, care of you when you get old, he- Papa. Won't be darling. She we could just leave him now <laughs> and just be like, you did this to yourself. We put up two stones. Mm-hmm. One says he fucked around. The other one says he found out. He found out. <laughs> right. And last but not least uh always questioner a question from uh well again imaginer uh he's the one actually being proactive and sending them to me could be you next time in discord do it could be you Uh, but i'm gonna generalize it uh for those of you who do character voices you know a lot of people struggle with trying to like nail a certain voice and accent um and especially as a DM, right, shifting between NPCs. Uh, are there any tips, tricks, things you guys practice to do to try and and get that voice where you want it to be or remember what, what, what the voice is actually supposed to be like? I, I think one of the things I do for is the name. How I say my name, how I tell someone my name as a character helps just because sometimes like shoot how's Bob and then I realized that my character is pretty much puss in boots my kids were watching that I was like I like I think I feel like I've accidentally slipped into like kind of sounding like him 
and then has a ding 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 ding. So yeah, just trying to like how you tell people your name as a character is always a good way to remember what your accent or style or whatever it is. I think a lo- I've, I've heard a lot of people that do like voice acting uh, say this before and it's something that I'll do because uh, it's, it's easy to fall out of a character voice. It's real easy. Um, I think I did it in this last episode, like a touchstone phrase. There's something that like when you say it, you say it. Like, for example, anytime I go to everybody's favorite boy from C1, uh, I can't just do the Kristoff voice. I have to, I am Kristoff. I have to, I have to, I have to just go through my lines. Um, and I'll, and I'll find the voice. So like for Gus, it's something like, Oh, whoa. Like I have to like, Oh, whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> Sorry, I missed it. What do you do? What's up? What do you, I missed it. What do you do to get oh, his like, voice? Oh, oh, no, dude. No. Oh. Um, I am shit at it. Um, I prefer not to because I get far too flustered and embarrassed at it. Even though I know I'm playing with friends, I still get weird about it. Uh, so tricks that I've done where I'm kind of like in my own space or just like spur of the moment because uh, the tricky hat did have some of that from me uh, as much as I tried. Uh, either be drunk enough or... Um, I usually kind of depend on my posture. Um, cause if, when I'm playing Ms. B, like, there's not much of a difference, but I'll sit up more straight. I'll be more proper. I'll try to, like, put on my best lady, right? Um, or, like, depending on who the character is, I fix how I sit. That's um, good. to try and project who that person is. That's, there's, there's something to that for sure. I, I, I do a kind of similar thing like where I try to immerse myself in the like I'll like when Dwayne's like describing a setting I'll like I'm like reacting to it I'm like mm. seeing the city out and before, before me like um something there's something about the physicality of it that does help you get into character for yeah. sure well again guys thank you all I appreciate the time you're spending to answer the questions uh and in the name of the show I'm going to pick on Shane this time as the outro. Shane, talk stupid to me. Fleeva Forbin, Adiba Dorbin, Aruba Ruba, Asuba Suba. I want to sing about the Muna and the Juna and the Springer. I like to sing about a T42 or a sky that's blue. I like to sing It couldn't have been stupider than that. <laughs> nope. Amen. <laughs> we love you. Goodbye. Love, love you. Bye. You. Bye. <laughs> Something about a butthole. Stupid. I'll happily keep on talking about any D and D thing people want to have. Definitely worth the wait.